Hello, boils and ghouls. It is I, the bringer of bad news, Spooky Mel. We regret to inform you that due to technical difficulties and my sheer dumbassery, part of this episode was lost. We apologize and hope that you enjoy regardless. Stay tuned. Vampires. Haunted houses. Brains. Floating bloated corpses. We are the Broads in the Belfry. Tangent. I saw sexy fan art of Phoebus and Butthead the other day. Ew! It was so funny to see what? them. They were drawn as like sexy dudes. It was really funny. Ew! I was cracking up. Hey everybody, it is us, the Broads in the Belfry. Yeah. Coming to you in a shiny special brand new year. Yay. Yeah, happy new year, 2019. Whatever that means. <laughs> it, it has been a while. We've we've had a break with the holidays and all of that. Yep. But we are so happy and excited with what we have to bring to you today. Yes. Yeah. Shiny, fresh, new episode. Woo! Mm, new content. Mm. Um, yeah, and we're hoping, actually, that this will be an ongoing series for a while. So, yeah, you can expect, I don't know, more consistency, more of a theme. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. We're really excited about this one. So for the next seven episodes, <gasps> set, yeah, that's right, seven episodes. So now we have to create them, right? Because <laughs> yep. we said it. Pretty sure that's how that works. <laughs> for the next seven episodes, we will be reading each episode a chapter from the cult classic, Johnny the Homicidal Maniac. That's right. Or JTHM, as it was known back in the day by our good friend, Johan the Squeeze. Yes. Joe non Oh, dang it, you said the squeeze part. <laughs> I wanted to do that. <laughs> we had this. I'm I was not, like, we're totally going to mispronounce his name on purpose. Yeah, I'm, I'm not feeling very creative with it. Vasquez, there we go. Or Vasquez, Vasquez, there we go. Yarn and Valdez. <laughs> <laughs> I may or may not have come up with a whole bunch of these sitting in the, my car last night. Oh my god. Okay, well you can take over that part. <laughs> I think my favorite one had like Vast Deferens as his last name. De- <laughs> anyway, yeah, yeah. Uh, Honen Varskes. Oh my god. Jernin vs. Cures. <laughs> um, Je- Jenny vacuums. Um, there was a whole bunch of them. <laughs> there was so many. Anyway. That's Jonan's drag name, by the way. <laughs> Jenny vacuums! Yes! <laughs> yes! Welcome to the stage. Oh yeah. Oh Jenny vacuums. <laughs> the grumpiest drag queen ever. Aww. <laughs> Yes, we are both huge fans of Jonan's work. Yeah, um, basically, so Jonan Vasquez and his work is kind of a, it's it's more than just comic books. Like, yes. we actually grew up in the same uh, hometown as Jonan Vasquez. San Jose! 
San Jose, yeah. California. We yeah. actually went to the same junior college as Joan and Vesquez, but not at the oh, same time. I think he went there for like a minute and was probably like moved on to better things. I don't know, but... There were so many rumors. Guys, oh, Jonan is so mysterious, right? He was like this mysterious figure. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. He was kind of like a... It's, it's like... Jonah Vasquez was kind of part urban legend, part, mm-hmm. like, ghost mm-hmm. story. Yes. Part, he's a, he's yeah. a cryptid. Yeah. <laughs> Jonah Vasquez was, like, our local cryptid. Like the Fresno yes. Nightcrawlers. Yeah. Except he's, like, the San Jose Vasquez. <laughs> yeah, basically. It's, like, everybody we knew, like, knew someone that had a class with him or did have a class with him mm-hmm. or um, many of the locations in... Um, Johnny the Homicidal Maniac were, it was speculated where they were located in the area that we grew up like uh, yeah we'll, and we'll get to that yes, when we actually talk about yeah, it. Yeah it's so hard to not like we want to say everything all at once but but we're going to try and space this out so we're actually focused issue by issue on uh, what happens and stuff so yeah there's going to be discussion and gushing and, and legends and legends oh and um you know we've actually met him a few times too of course at various conventions so there will be stories like that yeah as well. yeah i've met him once i think you've met him more than once no i only met him once too oh, shit. Yeah. we almost met him twice but oh, right we missed him by a little bit we had a near vasquez sighting but big because we listened to somebody we shouldn't have that said he left for the day and we yeah. knew better but like still. like bigfoot he just disappeared into the surroundings and you know <laughs> i wonder if he did that little bigfoot walk too you know with the, the huge arm swing you know <laughs> like they show in the i just imagine that's just how he walks everywhere yes <laughs> swinging arms and just knocking people over <laughs> but anyway we hope you look forward to that um we will also hope to um include other content with our um, if there's time, it depends on like how much there is actually to talk about a, an issue. Some are more in depth than others, true, definitely. True. So, stay tuned. Yay! Hello, this is Board Lizzie of Board Spooky. If you like what you're hearing today, be sure to check out Board Spooky on our Instagram, Facebook, and Etsy for all of your fine art and fan art needs. We've got t-shirts, postcards, stickers, and a variety of other merchandise that you might like. So go ahead and check us out, Board Spooky. Stay tuned for more. I am Professor Mel, or Professor Spooky, whichever. <laughs> Please open your text to page one. Uh, Professor Bell, I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Tough shit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Put a clothespin on it until after class. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, pee my pants. Oh. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Feel free to follow along if you have the graphic novel. It doesn't have to be the hardbound that I have. It doesn't have to be the the, the soft paperback that um that Okay, that... excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> I have not only the graphic novel anthology, but also the single issue of JGHM number is, one is... <laughs> complete with hot topic sticker on the back. <laughs> Thank you very much. Two ninety five? 
<laughs> Comic books were cheap back then. <laughs> <laughs> and there's Happy Noodle Boy looking at you as though he's disgusted and he's with sticking you his junk out at us. Okay, anyway. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to just crack open this book and look at... Uh, both of us have signed copies. Yeah, that's, that's really fun. fun. Oh, my God. Anyway. Uh, we're gonna... I don't know if any of you guys have the hardbound, though, out there. I love my hardbound, but it's like... Yeah, it's falling apart already. I don't know. I need to re-glue it or something. Oh, mine's falling apart, too. Oh, yeah, but, you, I mean, did you get that in high school? Because I got mine in, I got, I had that one, but I had it in high school, and I can't find it no more. I was not cool enough to be into these in high school. It wasn't until, like, junior college. And oh. I met you and that crowd that I actually learned of these. But that's another story for another time. I have more to say. Yeah, no, I... Yeah, no worries. <laughs> but I think we're going to start with the bullshit in the front, like the print content, actually, before the comic even begins. Yes. So. Yeah, and you know what's funny? Like, I skipped this shit when I first read it in high school. Seriously, you skipped it? Yeah, I'm just like, oh, whatever, it's just a Ford or whatever. It's all this crap that says stuff about the publishing. And then last night, when I went to read it, I'm like, hey, maybe I should read it just to see what it says. And I'm like... Oh my god. You read it for the first time last night? Yeah. Are you kidding? No. Like, didn't you ever read the small print in comics when you were young? No? Was that just me? Is that uh, weird? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think it's weird, but I just wanted to get to the good shit, you know? I don't know. Oh, but man. Yeah. <laughs> the, the but this is the good shit. <laughs> it kind of is, except I hate, I have to say, I hate the backward ease. I think they're dumb. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're dumb. Oh, and that's part of what we'll be doing in this series, I think, is what we really want to do is see how much this holds up. Now that it's no longer 1998 and it's 2019, yeah. does does Johnny still hold up? That's is part of the way that I'm going to be looking at it. No, anyway. definitely. So, so, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, and I think that's really important because, I mean, things have changed a lot in, like, the last 21 years Jesus now? Christ. It is, right? 21 years since 1998? Is Johnny old enough to drink? Oh, <laughs> I want to buy him his first beer. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> Actually, I'd buy him some absinthe. Oh my god. Oh god, dude, yeah, that would make him so manic. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the print. <laughs> uh, the print is, it's like flavor text, because Jonan crams himself into every visible inch of this book. Yes. Um, yeah. And, um, if you read the fine print, it's still funny. <laughs> yes, it's, it's I was laughing funny. really hard. Which part made you laugh the most, since this is fresh in your mind and you read it last the, night? The, the, uh, the, the, this part where it's like, what if Count Chocula, Frankenberry, <laughs> and Booberry joined forces and became one? What kind of abomination of super <laughs> nature would result from such a grouping? Do you... Oh, I, sorry, I hit the mic with my book, but <laughs> that, that that can that tells you that I'm actually reading. Yeah. <laughs> it's true, she's got her reading glasses and everything. It's yeah, Oh, God, yeah. It's no, so cute. Yeah, I'm, I'm old as dirt. I just <laughs> recently got told I need to start re wearing reading glasses, and, and yeah, Bet's, Betsy's having fun at my expense. No, they're <laughs> precious and adorable. Oh, my God. <laughs> But yeah, and then, oh yeah, and then, oh, and the fact that it's like, because it was printed in Canada, he oh, keeps yeah. going on and on about how it's a foreign book, and do you feel like special for buying a foreign book? Hot damn, I gotta have me that book that come from a foreign land. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, see, 
it's very precious, this, this, uh, all of Jonah's stuff. I don't really care for the essay, like, the, um... Oh, no, the forward or whatever. No, I didn't really... Like, I don't really care for it. I, it's just basically, like... You know, like, how, like, how violence, like, in literature can be cathartic, because it doesn't yeah. actually hurt anybody. Mm -hmm. That's all you really need to know. I do like how he did a lurid thanky dance <laughs> at a bunch of people that helped him publish this book, but then he also did a vicious spike jig at a few... Oh, nothing no in particular. Because it's not worth it. He knows the haters aren't worth it. Yeah, there are other things to do. Exactly. Okay, but yes. See? <laughs> if you had read the small print... You would have known that. <laughs> well, <laughs> I did read the Welcome to a Book by G.A.V. <laughs> oh, it's Vampire Moose. Yeah, is that what the hell that is? Is it a moose because it's Canadian? I don't know, because I don't think Jonah's Canadian. No, but the book is, so is he like oh, making a reference to that? With the, Maybe with like the, the goth people? Maybe he thinks of them as, like, in Canada, as, like, vampire mooses. Meese. <laughs> <laughs> it would make sense. We can only hope. Well, a lot of really good, like, goth bands come yeah. from Canada, okay. so it's very possible. Do you feel like this vampire moose fellow, he starts off by, like, welcoming us to the book, and then it's obvious that he his whole purpose is he's being tortured and forced into doing things? Does this sound familiar? Does this sound like another character whose whole purpose was to kind of, um... Who was being forced to entertain us and ended up being tortured over and over again? She said anus. Entertainus. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> what witchcraft is that? Anyway. Um, he, I'm thinking he's yeah. a really early version of Filler Bunny. Yes, I am, I am too. I was just joking with you. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, let's, let's get serious about a comic book now, huh? <laughs> let's just do that. Fabulous. Okay. <laughs> it is a fabulous day. There's part one where it's Johnny and he's kind of looming, looking at his really neat boots. Which I will say, Jonan did have those in real life. He was wearing them when I met him. Really? Yes, he had those boots. Hmm. See, I didn't see his feet when well, I met him. So. When I met him, he it was at Ape, before Ape became like a much bigger thing. And it was in San Francisco. Oh. And he actually was perching in his chair, oh. like, while he was signing autographs and shit. Like, mm. and that was the first thing I noticed. I'm like, that has to be Jonan, because he's per he's perching like Johnny perches in that's his chair. <laughs> I don't want to say that's adorable, but that's adorable. It was really fucking adorable. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> it was really cute. <laughs> that's quite, quite, quite cute, yeah. But anyway. So, so the first issue is called... Part one. Oh, wait, no, no, no. Traumatize Thy Neighbor. Traumatize Thy Neighbor. And it's such a, um, I love that we're introduced to Johnny through Squee, the little boy next door. Yeah, I, I think, think that's a really good way to introduce yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Um, I will say, though, that Squee's mom, it, it, it's a little uncomfortably relatable. So, <laughs> and I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> there are no good parents in this world. Like, holy shit. The world of the book, not in our world. Not in the real world. <laughs> Questionable. Oh, anyway, um, yeah. Yeah, these parents are terrible. And you immediately feel bad for this kid. And it just gets worse, right? Yes, and he has a little bear that's, like, horrifying. Shmee. Yes, shmee. 
I do grow to like Shmi though, especially like if we decide to do Squeeze big yeah. collection. Like Shmi as a character grows. Oh yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I just noticed that, he, look, he has a poster of Wobbly Head Bob. Yep. <laughs> I love Wobbly Head Bob. That, that motherfucker is bleak. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. He's not, actually not my favorite, but, uh, we, we talk to that when we get there. Um. That's true. Yeah, we might never, we may never get to Wobbly Head Bob, but <laughs> I do appreciate him and his bleakness. <laughs> So, anyway, long story short, Squee is a little boy trying to get help from his parents that are just like, fuck off, we don't like you. And he decides to go back to his room and fall asleep peacefully before he dies. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. It's like, maybe we can fall asleep before we die. He's talking to his teddy bear. That that gives you an idea of the age of this poor child, (laughs) wide-eyed. And the the his wallpaper changes from happy faces to frowny faces. What really? Let me yep. see. Yep. Oh my god. Oh, you're right. See, this book right away you you know that it's all about the details, and the closer the you look, the more you'll be rewarded with like extra stuff that you see. It's really cool. I really like that in in this comic that he didn't do straight squares, how it's all yeah. jagged squares. That jagged shit is so familiar. It's like you just look at that and you're like, oh, I know. I know exactly what this is. <laughs> Something spooky's gonna happen. Ooh-wee. Spooks abound, I guess. Anyway, <laughs> he, he goes into the bathroom and we are introduced to Johnny for the very first time, screaming about back tea. <laughs> yes. Because his last victim scratched him up very bad. Like a cat in heat, I believe he said. Cat on crack. Cat on crack. So sorry. I don't think Johnny would use cat in heat. Oh, yeah, no, he's... I like that about Johnny. He doesn't really have a lot of, like... Like, a lot of his comparisons aren't sexual in any way. He's a very not-sexual character. He's very much, We're gonna get into that more later on, because holy crap. (laughs) (laughs) Very true. (laughs) But, I mean, I don't know. I I think it's kind of refreshing that he's just about the violence. Oh, yeah. And it's not perverse for him, because I feel like in a a lot of characters in books, like, violence becomes a very perverse thing for them. This is not Buffalo Bill. This is not, you know... The dude from American Psycho. Yeah, exactly. Um, Oh, my God. I would love to see Johnny kill... Patrick Bateman. <laughs> or to at least see them square off against each other. Oh, holy shit. <laughs> Master Bateman. <laughs> That's what his butler would call him. <laughs> it's kind of weird that Johnny's first victim that we see being killed is the teddy bear. Oh. <laughs> That's kind of... Wow, I never thought mm-hmm. about that. It, it it's how we know he's nuts, really, is he hears the bear telling him lies. It's a murder of innocence itself, <laughs> which sets the tone for the rest of these comics. I don't know. <laughs> you could also argue... I mean, we know that fucking teddy bear is evil as shit from later on, so maybe he knows something we don't. I was wondering that. <laughs> like, when he's saying, like, fuck you, Mr. Bear, you speak lies? Uh-huh. Like, well, maybe he can actually hear him, right, and it's right, true. right. Oh. And this is another ongoing theme is like, is Johnny crazy or does he just have special insight into crazy shit that's actually true and actually Yeah, happening? like is he just like really mm-hmm. in tune with inanimate objects that like 
actually are speaking. Like, are they actually speaking? Yeah. Uh-huh. These are questions that pop up multiple times. Yep. <laughs> and Squee remains a tiny burrito of fear with giant scared eyes because his neighbor has stabbed his teddy bear and left through the broken window. And his parents do not want to help him again. Yeah. In fact, his father is, quote, you ruined my life. <laughs> yeah, and the mom is saying, I don't hear you, honey, which is just like, oh, God, this poor kid. <laughs> poor, poor sweet. Ah. And that is how we are introduced to these characters for the mm-hmm. very first time. This is the very first story. Wow. Speechless. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, this is Bored Lizzie of Bored Spooky. If you like what you're hearing today, be sure to check out Bored Spooky on our Instagram, Facebook, and Etsy for all of your fine art and fan art needs. We've got t-shirts, postcards, stickers, and a variety of other merchandise that you might like. So go ahead and check us out, Bored Spooky. Stay tuned for more. And then we are greeted by the next story. Such a nice boy. <laughs> right, right, right. This is, um... This is the one with the survey. Yes. And again, it doesn't open with Johnny's point of view, but it's from some dude who's weirdly going door-to-door conducting a survey about all of the gross, nasty mutilations that have been happening, and it's just like, where are the goddamn cops? <laughs> Where's the police? Things are different in the 90s, though. Like, people oh would God. come to your house door-to-door and, like... And do surveys. Like, shit, I used to sell shit door-to-door as a kid, like, for oh, my school and right. shit. Well, like, yeah, I guess we all did that. It was a, yeah, but it was, like, a, it was a different time. Like, people used to actually bug people at their well, doorstep. Yes, this is true, but I think it's such an odd thing to take a survey about. It really is, but... I mean, why not? Now, I will say something about the... Uh, just a personal note. So this... I was reading this again last night, and I, the second panel shows a very Rubenesque woman wearing a shirt that says, Damn, I'm nasty on it. And I realized that that's when I started using that word so much. What? Really? Yes, that's where I got... I'm like, that's a funny word. I'm just gonna say nasty a lot. So now I say nasty a lot. Not, not gonna lie, kind of want the shirt. I know, I got it <laughs> Dude, like we should just like get some really like worn out shirts oh, that God. that are that have holes in them and shit, and just like put "damn, I'm nasty." <laughs> That's just... also how I read that. It's like "damn, I'm nasty," <laughs> <laughs> and some people might read it as like "damn, I'm nasty." Oh my God. Anyway, <laughs> but... so yeah, this door to door survey guy has obviously arrived at the wrong door because Johnny opens the door. And the doorbell makes a noise, and his doorbell's hooked up to some dude being tortured and screaming, and that is the doorbell. And I'm really curious about how that works. Well, okay, so, like, if you look at the diagram... Diagram? Well, the if you look at the panel... Okay. So, the doorbell is hooked up to his head, mm-hmm. and oh, the toilet yeah. is hooked up to his nipple. That's right. The blender is hooked up to, I think, his junk. And then the toaster is hooked up to his anus. <laughs> wow. And any time that well, these things like are butt used. Cheek. Well, his butt cheek. Well, yeah, maybe his butt cheek. But anyway, <laughs> anytime these things are used in the house, we can assume that this man is electrocuted in that part of his body. Thank you for breaking that down for me. I don't, I think that I wasn't really thinking about the different parts and the different things. So, yes. We should answer this dude's survey that he's holding oh out. Oh my god, okay. Number one, murder. What is, what's with that? <laughs> what's the deal with murder? 
And what's the deal with murder? You murder a guy, and then people are like, oh no. And then, oh my god, and that is so appropriate because Seinfeld was very popular. Oh god. <laughs> During this time. Oh god. Yeah. Do you kill people? No. No. <laughs> you want to think Only about Only with laughter. Yes, that's and, true. And joy, and I don't know. Cookies. And, and cookies? My farts, personally. <laughs> I didn't say it. I know. <laughs> anyway, yes. Three. Pain? Good. Okay, now that's a whole different episode. We could talk about, like, that could be a whole different episode. Yeah, you're going <laughs> to have to turn to the footnotes. Yeah. That. Footnotes. <laughs> Gotta have those notes. Footnotes. Number four. <laughs> have you ever been murdered? In my, I've dreamt I've been murdered. Same. Oh, I've also dreamt I've killed someone. I've never dreamt I killed anybody, but I dreamt I was murdered. That's creepy. Yeah. Weird. Who'd you kill? I, it was a made-up person in my mind. But Weird. I was very angry at them. In my dream, I guess. Wow. <laughs> That's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'd give more deets, but it's boring as hell to describe dreams in a podcast, so... Yeah, long story short, mine was, like, I was murdered by this one guy, and then, like, but every time he killed me, like, I would come back, and I'd have to, it was kind of like Groundhog Day, and I had to, like, find ways to avoid him, but he always found me and killed me again, and then I'd have to do the same thing over and over again. It's like that stupid happy birthday to me Yeah, I was gonna say, are you sure you didn't just watch that No, no, this was, like... (laughs) This was, like, back in high school, so, like, this was 20 years before that that, that crappy movie. Mm. <laughs> okay, so anyway, um... Survey guy gets yanked into the house. I like how he looks, though. He's just like, what? <laughs> like, okay, the facial expressions are so good. Like, it's it's one of those things that you can't describe, but you just have to see. It's fucking great. So do you have a voice for Johnny? I do. Um, I don't. I do. I always heard him. When I read the book, I all his voice always had a very particular sound depending on what kind of mood he's in. Yes, yes. Sometimes it'd be very like flat, and sometimes it'd be very high pitched, and sometimes it would like modulate between the two depending on how he's talking to somebody. And Undyne wants to battle. Toby Fox is gonna sue us. Uh, nuts. <sighs> he has more money than we do. Yeah, jokes on him. <laughs> But anyway, no, that it, and I, the way like Johnny moves and the way he like yeah. emotes and stuff, like I, I guess I do have a voice for him, but it's kind of hard to describe. Like I've thought about it over the years, and I think that maybe when he's shrill, he'd sound a lot more like Zim. Oh God, really? Yeah, but like maybe not as like you know like you know. <laughs> But I mean, if you think about it, Zim talks very similar. Like he's like, "Hey, I'm 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 Invader Zim, and now I'm Invader Zim." That's that's true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, it is. It's like the shift in tone, ranting versus not ranting. Like Johnny kind of has those two modes where he's just talking, or he's ranting. And there's also, I think, an extra special tone of voice that he uses when he's just fucking goofy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes, 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 he's definitely got a goofy voice. (laughs) I think his voice changes for that. So, yeah, it's just, it's like the facial expressions and the movements, like you said, they all create kind of an impression of what he sounds like. I want to know what a book on tape of this would sound like, because, like, the the voice actor would have to be, like, oh, blah, 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 bl
hey, you know, all at once, you know. That, there we go. The, the radio drama. Yeah. yeah. I mean, shit, just the beginning, it's like, oh, yeah, don't lock your windows. After all, we're neighbors now. Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> exactly. Totally. Yes, that is it. It's like, that what the is fuck? <laughs> but, yeah, speaking of ranting, like, this is... I think this is Johnny's first rant. Oh, he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's here. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of, I feel like this is where um, it's either gonna lose you or you'll keep reading. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, 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 I agree. Because I remember when I, you know, I was like 16 years old or so, and I was reading it, and I read the first one where he meets Squeed. I'm like, oh, okay, this is gonna be fun. But then. Actually listening to, like, or actually reading what he has to say when he's ranting, I'm like, oh, this is actually a little more than just fun. This is actually kind of interesting, too. Man, let's read on, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I had such a different perspective reading it as an adult in community college. um, Because on one level, it was kind of at the level of how I was thinking. Yeah. Like, oh, all these people, you know, are so terrible. Society has all of these problems and... Blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, it was kind of like, Johnny, you edgelord. <laughs> <laughs> Such an edgy boy. <laughs> oh, yeah, see, that's the difference. If you read it in high school, like, this shit can get kind of deep <laughs> to you. <laughs> well, it was deep to me, but at the same time, it was just kind of like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, but at the same time, you know, if, like, there was a guy like Johnny at school, like, we'd all be like, oh, my God, there he is. <laughs> I hope he asks me out to Starbucks. You can tell he's really disdainful of all of us, and that makes him even more hot. Yes! <laughs> Damn it! I want to, like, rum a clove off him oh and, like, God. hang out in his car. Oh, wait, no, Johnny doesn't smoke. Sorry. Anyway. I don't like, think he has a car. No, he does! Oh, I guess so. Yeah, he's, he drives his car. Shit. His little junk, junky car. Yeah, yeah, he's got a Man. car. It's like... That, for some reason, that seems so weird to me that Johnny would have a car. It's like, I figure he just kind of appears where he wants to. <laughs> I don't know. Or just walks around in his trench coat. For some reason, that's so odd to me. Oh, my God. Stop oh, being in love with Johnny. You're not 20 anymore. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Stop it. I, I could just see it, Betsy. You and me in the courtyard at college, right? And I'm just like, oh, look. There goes Johnny. I hope he, like, asks me to hang out, like, in between classes like, before Psych, and then, like, we can listen to Sisters of Mercy in his car and talk about how much people suck. Me- meanwhile, <laughs> I'm over there, like, do you not, he smells like blood and ramen. Don't. Don't. I don't, I don't think that would be bad. <laughs> he probably hasn't bathed in months. <laughs> Stay away. No, he just poured a bunch of Bactine in Stay his head. Stay away from his crusty ass. Hey. His crusty murdering Two ass. Two pages ago, he just poured a bunch of Bactine on his head. He's clean. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> well. Anyway. Now we know what would have happened to Spooky Mill had she met Johnny in college. Okay, but... <laughs> We gotta turn the page because actually probably not because r- guys like that didn't never liked me in college as much as I was like ooh he rants he makes a point about how like violent media is not gonna make you violent and then something very important happens yes yes so so the guy that was doing the interview he's very he's like oh this is I'm relieved and fascinated by you let me ask you another question he's like hey there's a chick behind the mall and she was found without blood. 
You know, like, do you think it's some sort of weird vampire shit? And then... We see... What he did with the blood. (laughs) (laughs) He's using it to paint a damn wall. And he has to keep it wet. And see, that's why he'd be a good boyfriend. Ew! (laughs) That's fucking disgusting! (laughs) You lewd motherfucker. (laughs) That's gross. (laughs) God damn it. And I was going to say, like... Go ahead and say it. Oh my god, like, this wall is so important to the whole story. It's like, it's Johnny's motivation, and it's kind of a window into his his mind. Um, that he just keeps having to paint over the wall because the blood changes color when it dries. And it becomes much more than that, but for now that's what it is. And, yeah. Yeah, and I think that's really interesting, too, because, um... You know, it, you know when, when you first read this, it's like, okay, he's just insane. Mm-hmm. He just needs yeah. to keep painting the wall. But is this another one of those things that leads to something else? Yeah. And how the fuck did the survey guy not notice or smell an entire wall coated in blood that's right the fuck in front of him, it looks like, because it's behind Johnny. Johnny's in front of the dude. Yeah, how would he not notice? That you is think, uh, yeah. <laughs> the second he walked in, he'd be like, this stinks. What the fuck with this wall covered in blood by... Maybe he's really nearsighted. I don't know. Yeah, but he would smell that shit. Like, blood stinks. I also... And and I don't think he's that nearsighted, because if you look in the panel before you see the wall, he's, like, staring at the blades. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And where did Johnny get those? Like, he doesn't have them on him. Like, in all the other panels, he's just sitting there, and he's completely unarmed, and all of a sudden it's like, boom! Knives from no knives from nowhere. Yeah, and uh, I, it's what well, just it's a Johnny thing. And for knife nerds like me, oh no, I don't even know what the fuck knives these are or could be. Like the shape is totally wrong. They're they're fun knives that have frowny faces on the handles. I that's assume, all you need to know. I assume that they're like some kind of form of buoy or like anyway, sharp, or hunt, honey knife. But sharp anyway, sharp pointy thing goes stab. Survey guy flies out of the window in pieces. And <laughs> traumatized poor, poor Squee. He's got the trauma lines coming from his head. Yeah. And then you see, like, Johnny looking out the window. Or, like, oh, the yeah, sm- yeah. <laughs> he's That's a sinister. cool little panel. I know, and his pointy little fi- I love how, like, sharp his fingers are. Like, yeah. it's not even fingernails, it's just he's got sharp little fingers. It's yeah, really it's cute. Little, spike, little spiky nubs. <clears throat> so after this, we are introduced <clears throat> for the very first time to Johnny's comic that he's... See, that's how deep this comic is. There's a comic within a comic. Oh my god. Johnny's drawing a comic, and then we get to read the comic. And it is Happy Noodle Boy. Happy Noodle Boy defies discussion, you guys. You just have to read it, because there's no way to kind of quote or talk about what's happening. Yeah. You can give it a shot if you want to, but it's just fucking Happy Noodle Boy. It's like, either you think this is the funniest damn shit... I was laughing my ass off. I was just like, I forgot how good the, and the, this noodle is and how hilarious. <laughs> What's funny is I appreciated it. I appreciated it more when I was older. Oh, really? Um, yeah, I, I, I would skip it. Like, really? Yeah, when I was in high school. I'm like, how what? dare you? I know, I'm like, oh, he's just so. I hate how he's drawn and I hate that there's like all this stupid shit happening that I don't understand and whatever. And then, like, when I was older, I'm like, oh, this is kind of clever. I like it. Also, if you think about it, 
like in the previous comic, Johnny was actually talking to the interview guy about how he was drawing Happy Noodle Boy. Yeah, it's really popular among the homeless insane. Right. <laughs> so I don't know. Is Happy Noodle Boy a reflection of himself? <laughs> or is Jonan trying to say that Johnny the Homicidal Maniac is really popular with the homeless insane? Is he trying to define his audience? I think uh, he's looking for another excuse to put in a character that rants a lot and then dies. Because there's a lot of those. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but this one is special because he's particularly insane. And it's just nothing makes sense. And all of the random shit he says is hilarious. And all, such expression, just from a stick boy's face. It's I, pretty good. It's yeah, pretty good. and I love the little subliminal message. It just says, fear my wet cough. Gross. I do, I fear it. <coughs> no, that was kind of dry. Never mind. That was nasty. You are particularly nasty today. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a It's cough. all about moistness with you. Yeah. Moist. Ew, it's so moist. Ew, ew. Anyway. Ew, stop it! <laughs> You're not doing whatever nightmare ASMR you're trying to inflict upon us. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> I love this next one. So this is the first... I love this one so much. Yes, and this is the first comic where um, Jonah actually is writing, like, little messages in the borders. Yeah. And on the sides, there's, like, I think... But this is the... Um... Oh, Floss Daily. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Taco Bell Massacre one. Yes. I, I love this one a lot. Um, and I know you're busy looking in the margins, but we are introduced to two characters who we get to know later. Can you see them? Oh, yeah. No, I, I always had a feeling that's who it was. Yeah. <laughs> it's obviously an early... There's early proto versions of Devi and Tenna. Yeah. From I Feel Sick. They're, like, right there. I love there. Tenna. I oh. love both of them, you know? I know. Devi's really great, too. Yeah. But... You need that optimistic but spooky friend, you know, <laughs> to counteract the, the all the negativity, you know. Aw, I I I loved Hannah, and I I loved I loved Squeaky or or no, was his name Spooky? Her little goat, her little skeleton. Spooky, yeah. It was Spooky. That's right. Yeah, yeah, I know. I have a story about that, but later. Okay, later. fine. Later. But I later. love I love the fact that they're there. I just love it. Um, I love how relatable this one is because it's like, yeah, oh my god! When yes. I was younger, you were all, I was always getting comments from older people like that. Oh my, you certainly are different or unique. Never wacky like in this, but ew, oh my god, I, that's it's, a terrible word. It's so great how much the word bothers him. Yeah, like, that is the funniest shit to me. It's just like every time he hears the word wacky. It's just he flies off the handle because people are calling him wacky. <laughs> Even when Debbie's just saying, well, that lady called that guy wacky, and that's just what really, like, I'll show you wacky, and then it's just like... I love how it changes, too. It's, it's not like a Y sound. Mm -hmm. It's an E. It's like, I'll show you wacky! <laughs> <laughs> and then just horrors are committed. And then the lady's nasty, and she discloses to him that her taco's getting cold. Oh, my God. <laughs> But yeah, I love, like, I want to, I have, there's two quotes I want to read from this one. Yes. Um, so, um, had spared, the, from the news report he's listening to, had spared no one even going so far as to kill the roats in the kitchen. Police arrived to find him still in the restaurant, covered in gore, eating a taco. The killer, however, escaped, <laughs> disemboweling one officer with a plastic spoon slash fork. <laughs> oh my god. Like, it's so good. Um, it's so good. I love how pleased he looks at himself. Uh, mm -hmm. Like, in, he just looks so pleased with himself in that comic. I would be pleased too. He accomplished a lot with a spork. That's a lot of work to do with one plastic. And I, 
utensil. And I love that his rabbit ears are actually. Rabbit I know ears. it's so cute. Back um, in our day, we called rabbit. We called antennas on the top of the TV rabbit ears. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just, I just noticed the sign in the restaurant. It's advertising. Try our new goat shit burrito. <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh my god. In the second panel, it says Dookie Dog. Go shit burrito. Oh my. Uh, these are so. This I love this one. It says Dookie Dog. <clears throat> Neat bun burrito or something. Okay. Wait, wait, where is the. Oh, there it is. Go shit burrito. <laughs> I told you. It's right there. Um. I but love yeah. the perspective, too. I know. It's just fun. Um, I wanted to read another quote from this, and I want to ask you what it sounds like to you, kind of out of context. Okay. Okay. You think my difference from you is an excuse to comment on me as if I were on display for you. That sounds like something Dario would say. Right? <laughs> <laughs> to me, it was like this, oh, holy shit, is this Johnny's, like, Me Too moment? Ah! <laughs> is he having, like... <laughs> I mean, like, how many times do you, have you walked down the street and just got a comment, and it's just like, God damn it, I'm just trying to walk down the street, don't, you know, I'm not on display for anybody here, but, like, you get unwanted attention just for, like, existing, right? Yeah, and I mean, and that's a really good point, it's like, a lot of people, you know, don't dress conventionally, I'll use conventionally, because I don't think normal is, it's not a good way to describe it, because I feel like everybody's normal, like normal is not something you can define mm -hmm. so we'll say conventional so it's sure. like anyone that wants to express themselves creatively like with their makeup or their mm -hmm. clothes or yeah. anything a lot of the times that's not for the attention a lot of i mean there are people that do do it just to get attention and things like that and if that works for them fine but most of the time it's just a way to a way of self-expression and mm -hmm. those people just want to be left the fuck alone i know i want to be left the fuck alone sometimes <laughs> You know, right? I want to yeah. be able to. I want to be able to go to the grocery store, and and not someone go like, "Oh, your hair, yeah, oh, your clothes," and it's like I am just trying to shop <laughs> and go home. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have this alien backpack that I really love. It's holographic and it's just of an alien head, and it's super cute, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, I know the one. And it's really easy to wear, and I use it for a purse most of the time because then I can use both my arms while I shop. You know, it's awesome. Yeah. Anyway, so one day I'm wearing it at Costco, and I'm looking at Ziploc bags. I'm not doing anything. I'm just mm -hmm. looking at Ziploc bags. And this old dude comes up to me, and he's like, you got an alien on your back. I just look at him, and I'm like, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the sass. Uh, and then I just walked off. Cause awesome. It's like... I'm sorry, I don't have time to, like... <laughs> it's like, I'm not gonna humor you for, yeah. just because I'm wearing a thing. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and I feel like, you know, women and girls get that, that kind of attention a lot. Yeah, no matter what they're wearing. you know, we're obligated to be nice to people, so people feel like they can get away with more in terms of commenting on our appearance. Um... But, like, this was also a big mood for us little goth-dressing people. Yes! Back, back in the day. Yes, especially you know, It's like, people would assume all kinds of shit about you and try to start all kinds of random conversations about, oh, like, 
do you smoke weed? Would you like to smoke weed? Blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, no, I'm just wearing black. Thank you. Oh, oh, or, <laughs> or my favorite, my favorite, you would be so pretty if you just dressed like everybody else. Oh. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it yeah. wasn't as widely accepted as it is now. I think a lot of things are more accepted now than they were like 20 years ago. Yes. Yes. <laughs> this was, and I feel like this was particularly a 90s mood. This whole yes. Like, and yet it's still relevant. No, definitely. And I think there are still stereotypes. I think everyone, as as... yeah, everyone has a story about like someone once commented on them as though they were on display, and it just felt so intrusive and so bad. And yeah, oh yeah, it was just like that. That really struck me as something that's like it's so dated, and yet it's still so relevant. Oh yeah, it's it's. I, I really like it. I don't know. No, I do too. And I mean, it's definitely still relevant. Shit, like. Um... You know, when I go down to the bowling alley, it's all a bunch of like really, really old people there. You know, they're and they're all nice, and I'm friends with some of them. But of course, they all have something to say about my hair mm-hmm. or my lip ring. Got a comment on that? Or or if I, you know, don't have time to put makeup on, you know, there's got to be a comment about that. Hey, why are, why aren't you wearing makeup today? You always have your makeup done. And it's like, oh my god, people. You, I hate that. Or when they think you're sick because yes. you're not wearing makeup. Yes. <laughs> I once had someone, like, ask me if I was okay, and I didn't have, like, eye makeup on that day. And I was just, oh, yeah, I'm fine, why? And she just did this. She did this hand motion around her face, oh like, my at me. And it was just what like, the hell? oh, boy. Wow. I learned my lesson. I will put my eye makeup on tomorrow. Jesus <laughs> Christ. It's just like, you can't win. That's all the time we have for this episode. Tune in next time where we will continue our discussion of Johnny the Homicidal Maniac starting with part two, a personal favorite of mine, but I'm not going to disclose why just yet. There's way more surprises to come. Until then, live your spooky truth. Bye!